Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Terrace here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with the plan, the one and only John Malika. Before we ask John how he's doing today, guys and ladies, everyone out there, you know what it is. If you listen to this podcast and you're not subscribed already, please make sure to do so. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are We are there. there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us a five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a comment. But if you don't know already, we're on YouTube, okay? So make sure to look for Knicks, Jets, etc. Subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. When you watch a video, hit the like button, leave a comment, engage with us, add to the conversation. Like I said, you guys keep adding on to the bourbon conversation. Love it. Keep going. We appreciate it. And you're going to probably want to add to this one, too. We got some talks about wide receivers, draft stuff. You know what it is for the New York Jets. It hasn't really changed, but it has changed. You know what it is. <laughs> and while you're over there, we got another podcast, Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, our guy Chip Murphy. They go down everything. NFL slate, they got you. Basketball, they got you. You got NBA playoffs right now, they got you. March Madness, they got you. Masters has happened. I get it, John. It already happened. They got you. Baseball, they got you. You need futures, parlays, overs, unders, money line. They got you. Don't worry. So make sure to go check them out. And the last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You name it, we are there. Mr. Malika. Dr. Malika. <laughs> What's up, man? Counselor. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good, dude. I mean, I got my Easter coming up this week, so long Same week man. for me. We got I get to celebrate two Easter's. <laughs> <laughs> no, just one, just one. Um, we got NBA basketball playoffs going hard. We're one week away from the NFL draft. I'll be at MetLife. Super hyped for that. NHL playoffs right around the corner. Already talking some trash with uh, our guy Shukri Wrights out of uh, out of Boston. If we might get the Bruins. That'd be pretty interesting. I mean, the Rangers mm-hmm. are easily the best team in New York after NYCFC. Go check out that last episode with Jordan Griffith if you want to hear some more about some soccer. But dude, it, things are good right now. I mean, I would love that. I would love if the Knicks were playing. You know, that would make me a little more anxious right now. But 
there's nothing that's making me more anxious on this planet right now than this Jets draft. So I'm honestly okay with with where I am. I am. Um, I need the draft to come, man. I'm so I'm done with this, dude. I don't know how you guys feel at home. I don't know how you feel, Alex. But the speculation, like, it's it's gone through the ringer so many times. All the speculation, all the rumors, all the quote unquote smoke that it's like almost a joke at this point. Like, I was joking around in one of my group chats. I think there's 15 people going in the top 10. <laughs> there's about uh, 55 people going in the first round. So I just I just need this to start to get rolling. There are rumors that are starting to get a little, the, the smoke is starting to get a little thicker, right? We'll, we'll get into that a little bit, but before that, dude, how you doing, man? I, I, I know, I know we're really into this uh, Boston versus net series, uh, Toronto putting up a good game versus Philly right now too. I mean, I, I, I called that game three. If you're a Knicks fan. Just to, just to stop you. If you're a Knicks fan watching these playoffs, it has to be brutal, man. You got the Celtics versus the Nets. Yeah, I watch Philly against Toronto. Then you got to watch Miami against Atlanta. Gross. <laughs> I swear to God, if, if Indiana was in here, I'd be losing my ultimate shit if I had to watch Indiana in here. That's as a well. good point. Because, That's a good point. Yeah. But now that you say that, it sounds like the Knicks hate everyone. Yes. <laughs> that's, like, that's the whole East. <laughs> just yes. Milwaukee. That's the only team that's okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, and Chicago's in this too. Let's not forget oh, yeah. Chicago. Chicago's. I mean, I have nothing against the Bucks. Don't really care about the Wizards. I mean, the Wizards I, mean, I always hate the Bulls. The Bulls ruined my life for so long. I, I, I have a thing with the Bulls. If you have a I thing mean, with Indiana, how can you not have a thing with the Bulls? I, I do have a thing with the Bulls. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's just the Bucks. I'm saying Milwaukee. Milwaukee's not the team. Yeah, I don't so, really care. So we like Milwaukee really, here. I don't really care about Milwaukee. I don't really care about the Pistons. Like I'm upset about Devin Booker, though, man. That's rough. His hamstring. But yeah, Luka is going to come back. I'm, I'm excited. I know this is the NFL pod, the Jets pod, but. I mean, I know how playoffs are. are, are this is Knicks, Jets, et cetera. Okay. This is Mitch, Knicks, Jets, et cetera. All right. Is, we're not talking about Knicks. We're talking about the et cetera right now. Okay. We're big right. basketball aficionados. It's it's covered. It's under the title. Okay. That's why we put et cetera. All right. When we were discussing this entire title for, you know, us as attorneys, we we're like, oh, well, what else do we talk about? I don't know. Let's just leave it as et cetera. We talk about everything. There you nice. go. Boy, wait. We may even do a snapple ranking. Okay. We, we got some sample competition out here. So who the hell knows? <laughs> It's true. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing fine, man. Watching this uh, Net Celtics game, it's rough not seeing the Knicks in it after last season. But I'm with you, bro. When it comes to the Jets and draft wide receiver speculation, you know, especially when it comes to AJ Brown and Debo Samuel, they're going everywhere and nowhere at the same time. The Jets, you think? I still can't get over like apparently wide receivers a need at ten. I I still don't get Let's that talk- one. Let's talk about it, bro. Let's talk, let's start here, man, because you know we're the Debo Samuel stuff. We've been talking about it for quite a while. You know the, the three wide receivers, right? Debo Samuel, AJ Brown, and McLaurin. It's it's the new free agency in the NFL where you could essentially force a trade where they don't really have no trade clauses in the NFL. You could force mm-hmm. a trade by saying, "I need an extension," and if you don't agree to my terms, I'm going to force a trade. And any self-respecting team requires an agreement on an extension before you make the trade. That is why the Jets were not in on Amari Cooper because the Cowboys refused to wait to see if you, if they would negotiate an extension and the Browns just didn't care. Right. And then on the other side of that, they had the Tyreek Hill situation where the chiefs did allow Tyreek Hill to figure out the extension stuff. And he got to choose whether he wants to go to Miami or New York. And we, you know, we've heard 
too many think pieces about, about Tyreek Hill and him choosing one team over the other. But that's essentially what's happening here, man. We have Debo Samuel. We have A.J. Brown. Let's stick with those two first because those are the top two rumors. McLaurin just is in the same spot. But who knows if Washington's trying to trade right now? They they're being federally investigated. <laughs> they just got to do team <laughs> name. Like, I don't I don't know if they're trying to really make maneuvers at this exact moment. I don't know if they're trying to call Joe Douglas. So let's just stick with the two guys who are super related to this team. Whether it's Debo Samuel through the coaching staff, or whether mm-hmm. that's AJ Brown through Elijah Moore, right? It, it, AJ Brown came out and said that Elijah Moore helped him like during like suicidal times and mental, you know, times like that's, that's his brother. Right. So basically his brother plays on our team. And then the other side, we have Debo Samuel who played with LaFleur and played with Salah. So there's connections, but why this is so important, why this is leading our Jets episode is because, you know, today came out Ian Rappaport and a bunch of other NFL analysts. They said that Debo Samuel has officially requested a trade from the 49ers. No more extension talks. Then it came out that he actually requested this last week, and it's just coming out today. Okay, so that's an interesting note to keep in mind. The second part of that is he scrubbed his Instagram, his Twitter. I like to hear your thoughts on all that stuff. This like cyber warfare going on, and so did AJ Brown. So, what are your thoughts just on this on the saga right now? It seems like you're frustrated. Uh, with with the whole free agency, with the whole rumor situation, trade me, not trade me. What what, do you, what, what what are your thoughts right now on the Jets rumors and AJ Brown and Debo Samuel? Because I'm going to tell you something, Alex. There's a lot of Jets fans out there that are so sick of the quote unquote Jets were interested, you know, until you know they called until the last minute, and then you know we get burned at the end. They're so sick of it. At this point, I have as soon as a name comes up, I have text messages just saying like no. Like forget, not, with no context, like I, but I know what it's about. It's just like, oh, here we go again. Don't do this to me. I'm vulnerable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what are your <laughs> thoughts on these veteran number one bona fide wide receiver and the rumors to the Jets? I mean, if the Jets can get it done, obviously you go get it done, but not at all costs, right? We talked about it last week. You, myself, video producer Greg, who's with us today, and Greg, you could chime in on this as well, but. If you're going to go get Debo Samuel, go get Debo Samuel. And I don't mean trade your first round picks because I I still don't think he's even worth a first round pick because we look at the resume again. And you're also, and this is the negotiation standpoint that they have with the 49ers, right? It's that he wants an extension because he's acting like a running back. He's not playing the true position of a wide receiver because Jimmy Garoppolo can't get him the ball past 10, 15 yards. And he's like, yo, I'm doing more than what I'm supposed to right now. You're asking me to be a wide receiver. You asked me to be a running back. I need to get a wide back. And, but dude, he is like, you talked about, you're like, well, he had rushing touchdowns. And I'm like, well, I want to see my receiver do more of that because I want to know he's an actual receiver than a running back. And he, and he's acknowledging it. Why? Because as a running back, you're worn down. It's different. It's a different devalued in the NFL. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy that him doing this extra thing, like being able to also carry the ball, meaning they want you to get the ball in your hand so many, so often and so fast that we don't even want to give it to Garoppolo. Like you said, like we just, just hand it up. We want you to have it. And somehow because that's making him worse <laughs> like or devalued. Because the thing is that he knows in that system, what's going to happen. He's going to get the ball the same amount of times, if not more, and he's going to wear his body out. And in the NFL, right? Wide receivers can have a longer career than a running back. Running back is max 10 years between 20 to 30. That's where you go. We've seen wide receivers go to 33, 34, 35. 
you know, let's not forget. We had Derek Mason on the New York Jets. He was like 34, 35, right? Man, it was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is like normal. I mean, yeah, even, you know, Demarius Thomas, players. rest in peace. Yeah, exactly. And so he knows that, but he knows that if you're going to ask him to do this and a NFL, NFL contract is not fully guaranteed, then yeah, I need my money. I need this extension. I need something guaranteed. Money. Where's my money? Where's my <laughs> money? I want it now. Uh, but no, I, I totally understand that. So him asking to be traded is because he wants to go to a system probably where he can still do that, still do the whole end arounds like you see Braxton Barrios do for our team and what he does for the 49ers. But he wants to be an actual wide receiver, get paid, and have a long career because he wants to make money. And that's fair. That is totally fair. So that I understand why he wants out. As the New York Jets now, if you have to go trade – second and third round picks to go get him in a package deal, do it. Like you go Tyree kill the Tyree kill package. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. There's a reason that's out there, man. There's a reason that the exact details were sent out by Shefty and that has to have come from the jets. It has to have. And look, man, they're trying to, we've talked about even with the Texans, when it came to Deshaun Watson, you kept saying it, you're, you're negotiating through the reporters. You're negotiating out in the open because, and, and for the jets, they're like, look, we're willing to offer this package. They're trying to get Zach Wilson, that (laughs) guy. Okay. To move ahead. That's why when we get conversations about Jamison Williams going at 10, it's like, come on guys, (laughs) come on. That's ridiculous. I I don't see any wide receiver in the draft, nor on the free agency, uh, like free agency slash trade market. That is worth a 10th pick. Call me crazy, man. If if you point to Tyreek Hill's age, just stop talking, okay? Because that, that has nothing to do with why he wasn't worth a first-round pick. He wasn't worth a first-round pick because he, we're about to pay him $70 million guaranteed. And if you want to give a 10th pick plus $70 million guaranteed, he better be – I don't know what to tell Dude, you. he better be – no, he has to be <laughs> – no, if you're giving up the 10th pick – It better be Chase. Pick, it better be Lamar Chase. If you're giving up the 10th pick, that has to be the last piece of your roster – to make up like a, a title run. That is, that is when you're going, that's pushing the chips in. That's not the Jets. They're still a rebuilding team, okay? They got to be competitive this season. We talked about it. There has to be some level of competence that we haven't seen over the last couple of years. But they still need those draft picks to build a team. So that's why four and 10 are off the table. You want to talk about second round picks? You want to talk about third round picks? You want to talk about packaging a couple of those things? To have a couple fourths? Some- Yo, add it all together, go get Debo Samuel. Yeah. That makes I sense. I agree. And and listen, dude, all first-round picks are not equal. All first-round picks are not made the same. A fourth pick is obviously different than the 10th pick. And everybody's really hyped about next year's draft, especially because it's a big quarterback draft. Take it, dude. Take next year's first-round pick, especially if you're the 49ers, right? You have Garoppolo that you don't know what's going on. You have Trey Lance that you obviously don't trust, right? Because we have brains when we're watching the game. If you want, you could defer to next year. And then, uh, you know, you're Shanahan. You're not getting fired. You know that this is a burned year. You know what I'm trying to say? You know that you have a first round pick going into next year. Now you have two. You have yours and the Jets. So you could even package those, move up. And so it kind of gives you leverage and your books are clean because you're not paying a wide receiver slash running back, you know, who, to be honest with you, hasn't always been healthy. You're going to pay him 
let's say $75 million. You and know what I'm saying? And that's why he's also not worth the first round pick. He has not always been healthy. You can't give up a 10th, even though there's not, it's not deep, a deep quarterback draft in this year. And we've had talks or we've heard not that we've had talks, but you know, there's reports that saying that they'd have talks. I think it was Connor. He was saying that if Elijah Moore was in this draft, he's a top 15 pick in this year's draft. I, like, I would I get be hesitant. That. At the same time, I would also, I'd like, I love Elijah Moore. I know you love Elijah Moore too, so I, I don't mind bringing this up to you. If he was in this draft, I still don't know if I want him at 10. I just don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I, I would still be like, ah, oh, I, I still kind of want. It all depends. Well, it, slash but it, but it all rusher. depends. It all depends like where we are. It all depends. on If you're telling me that the team was competent, we're not looking to have a wide receiver right now. That's imp- like that can make an impact this season. I'm, I'm cool with it. But the fact is that this team is trying to compete and they need someone who can make an impact right now. We keep saying that and we keep reading that there's not a wide receiver in this draft that's going to make an impact right now. It's, <laughs> so, funny. it's th- funny. It's th- funny. The 49ers today went to go see London. You think that's smoke? I think Very that curious timing. I think that is smoke. Per, like, look, uh, well, for, also for the Debo oh, Samuel actually, no, actually, came out me, today. Uh, actually, you no, know what I'm trying to say? It, it's been out for a week, bro. He requested it last week. Why is everything coming out today, Alex? Like, I, I have a tinfoil hat on. Like, what's going on? What what Here. happened today? Let me let me say something for for uh, for the Debo for for um, for the the Fort being interested in a wide receiver right now with this pick. This makes sense. You know how I just said. If it was a year where you're not needing an impact player, they got Trey Lance in the back. Okay. If you go Trey Lance this year, what are you expecting to do? Especially if you trade Debo Samuel. This is a year where I could say we can burn this year, develop some guys, and move in that direction. So I actually don't think there's that much smoke. Uh, actually, no, I think there is some smoke. I think there actually is some uh, some legitimate to I think there is actual fire over there for the 49ers aspect to go with the wide receiver. They do trade Debo Samuel. Because at this point, what are you playing for? Especially if you want to go in that direction, if you're not invested in Jimmy Garoppolo. But they don't have a high pick. You know what I'm trying to say? They can't afford yeah. London at this point. So it's, it's just interesting. You know what I'm trying to say? It's all it, it all feels like hijinks, man. It all feels like, hey, Jets, I know you're not offering your 10, but we want your 10, and we're going to go see London today, and we're gonna, everything's going to come out today. But meanwhile... If the Jets know anything, they know. If Ian Rappaport knows, then the Jets know that the if, trade was in there from last week. Let me ask you this question, and, and, and it's not—it's not meant to be. It's—it's it's meant to just like get a pulse. Who do you like more, Tyreek Hill or Debo Samuel? Well, as a person, it's not even close. <laughs> it's obviously Debo Samuel because off the field, Tyreek Hill is a horrible person. So I don't even want to root for him anyway. I would have loved to have him on the team because he's good at football, but. Like, I don't like him. I, I would never buy his jersey. I would never want. Strictly you know, player. I don't even want to see children wear his jersey at MetLife. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I, I would feel weird about that. But if, strictly, you know, strictly player. Said, but as a player, I'm going to want. It just depends. What you, do you want the strictly wide receiver guy that's going to get you mad possession, like possession football, like he needs the ball? Or do you want the gadget guy? I know that Debo doesn't want to be the gadget guy. They both have the yards after catch. If you ask me to choose one, like if you say, John, you have the two, you know, the, the same package for Tyreek Hill and you could have either Debo or Hill. I have to take in the age. I have to take in the injury, right? So the age thing goes to Debo. The injury thing goes to Hill. Off the field goes to Debo. I would just take Debo, to be honest with you. That's what I would with Debo. Do. So you're going to stick with Debo. 
I would stick with Debo. But if you throw an AJ Brown into the mix, it's not even close. If you throw okay. an AJ Brown into this mix, man, because that's that's what I want to jump into. You know, just real quick on your thoughts on AJ well, and you can give him right now. I, I would take AJ Brown over these guys. If if the Titans are holding honestly a flame to my butt for the tenth pick, like I'm gonna actually think about it and get something back. Like, but that's not just different. AJ for the tenth. But AJ for me does change the game a little bit. I still don't want to give up the tenth pick, but you could kind of hold me on the phone a little bit. You know what I mean? If it's AJ Brown. But that's different because, and it's different because when you look at AJ Brown and who he is as a player. I'd be more comfortable giving up. And not, and this is where I'm saying, like, this was tough. Because even though I made the statement saying you're pushing your chips all in, A.J. Brown is just a different type of wide receiver who is 24, who hasn't even reached his prime yet. And this is probably the exception, I would say. All right, you want to say I'm giving up the 10th round pick for a guy who in this draft would be a top 10 guy? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. AJ Brown in this draft, I'm drafting number ten. Like, I would go. I would go for that. I would go for that. DK, uh, I don't know. Are you taking DK at ten? I know he went fourteen, and then he and he improved. So yeah, I guess I would he take. I would take. I would take. I would take DK at ten. So you would trade the you would trade the tenth easy for DK or AJ. Yeah, I would. Do okay, that. I would need and something and back and because, because it would hurt my soul. Because I if look you at want, it, if you want next year's first, I will give that. I will sign off in two seconds for that. I look at it as because I look at what Debo did, uh, not Debo, uh, DK did with Geno Smith, and that's why. I know like, that's fair. That's fair. That's, 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 so fair. That's, a legit, that's a legitimate thing you have to keep in mind is that he legit still produced with Geno Smith, and, and for that, that's, I mean, we we, we as Jet fans watched Geno Smith on the scene, you know, Facts. so I I can actually be okay with that. And these are the, like the exception because I look at them as they they're young, they can be on this team for a long time. They've been healthy for the most part, right? Yeah. Facts. I, I I can actually say, okay, a 10th round pick, I wouldn't like it. Like, I'm not thrilled about it. But in these negotiations, you have to do something that's a little uncomfortable. But if you're telling me for A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, fine. Because they're even though they're not, you're not pushing in for the sense of being a championship, this team, I can at least rationalize saying I'm getting guys who are healthy, young, haven't reached their prime yet. And they're just top end wide receiver talents, and, and they're massive different makers on the field. It, can Debo can Debo Samuel be a difference maker on the field? Yes, when he's healthy. <laughs> when he's healthy, you know, if we're talking about not taking guys in the draft because we don't know if they're healthy at ten, right? Right. That was Jameson that, Williams. Uh, Jameson Williams. So that's one like Trey Burks. That why that that why has to come here. Yeah, Trey Burks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I promise you the Jets love Trey Burks. I don't care what anybody says. I've been looking through the stats. The Knicks love Trey Burks too. And I don't know if the Knicks do. <laughs> <laughs> they like Alec Burks. <laughs> I don't know if they love Trey Burks. I really truly believe that Burks really fits into the system very well. But they're not gonna get the, they're not gonna do it for the tenth. That's a move down situation, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. But for AJ Brown, I'm gonna stick with it. AJ Brown. DK, I would I would move the 10 for it. Uh the more Nobody I thought else. about it. Nobody else, and Nobody you're not else. drafting wide receiver, right? That's, that's a not, final verdict. No, that I'm not drafting wide receiver at 10. I know everyone's like, we need a wide receiver. The whole look look at how the Jets are operating. Just honestly look at yes. they're trying to trade picks to get a wide receiver. What they're not desperate. They're looking for someone that can make an impact right yes. now. I love it. At 10. I don't see it. I 
just do not see it. We're on the same obviously, page here. I love obviously, that. obviously, because we were like, "Well, I see this guy." Obviously, we could be wrong. Obviously, there's gonna be some some guy that you. We're not wrong, see. bro. We're not wrong. But, we can't be wrong here. We can't be wrong. We know Joe Douglas. That's what I'm trying to say. We know Joe Douglas. I I cannot see it happening, man. Something dramatic is gonna have to happen. If all these wide receivers, yo, they have to really, the they have to really love somebody as a wide receiver at ten. They like they'd have like, they have, have to fall. We have up. a pretty high second round pick, man. Like there is gonna be a wide receiver. That one, there. that one is gonna be a wide receiver. Like it could that be one. Sky Moore is gonna be there if Christian Watson falls. He's gonna be the talk of the town, you know. But of course, everyone now has him as a first round pick, guaranteed, right? He's one of the fifty in the in the in the, in the guaranteed. That was just a six round pick four weeks ago. So he had a Yo, great. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. When we do even mock drafts, like it. We just don't know what's going to happen, and some of the most, some of the strangest things have happened during drafts. Someone's going to take out of position. It just happens. True, true. Like it Leatherwood, I'll, I'll never, I'll never forget that. But before we get onto the draft fully, Greg, video producer Greg, you got any thoughts on this wide receiver talk, man? We, we mentioned AJ Brown or DK for the tenth pick. Would, would, is that how you feel about the other players? Would you I heard Greg. For that? I heard Greg is all in on Tyler Tyler Lockett and was willing to trade the fourth rounder for Tyler Lockett. <laughs> no, you're crazy. They're never going to move Lockett. I mean, I love Lockett, but you because can't. of his contract, they can't move him. Yeah. Um, but because of his play, because of his deep uh, down the field threat. Before your question about would you go uh, Debo or Tyreek Hill? I think I'm leaning Tyreek Hill just because we need someone to stretch the field at this point. We have more, we have Barrios, we got two good tight ends, which I think a lot of people are forgetting when it comes to we need pass catchers, we need help. So we need our deep field threat at this point, I think, from the wide receiver position. The one thing that you guys said that kind of threw me off a little bit was about the 49ers and kind of punting on the season or burning this season. And I just have such a tough time with that because they literally, they were in the conference championship last year. They were in the Super Bowl two years ago. And they're in such a weird spot because I feel like the narrative is, and I, I think it's true, a good narrative, that they're not all in on Jimmy G. And now they're, they're not all in on their quarterback. They have a wishy-washy situation with their number one wide receiver. <laughs> how do they fix that? I don't know how they fix that. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like We've seen them in the Super Bowl twice within the last four to five years, like twice, not back to back, but twice with Jimmy G and yep. um, no, sorry, not in the Super Bowl uh, conference championship, conference championships. Thank you. Um, but you see that there's a cap, what Jimmy G can do. You just see it. Yeah. And they, they drafted Trey Lance. This is like the perfect opportunity to say we're resetting the clock. Okay. We are resetting the clock. As John pointed out, they're not going to get rid of Shanahan. They love Shanahan. It's not going to happen. I love Shanahan. Everyone loves Shanahan. <laughs> right? Um, he's going to have a long career like his pops, who also did. I don't think his pops. Actually, did his pops win a Super Bowl? Did yeah, he, man. His pop, he did with the Broncos, right? He did. Yeah. With, with Elway, right? I'm not yeah, going crazy. Terrell Davis. Yeah. yeah, pretty much everyone but Atlanta fans love Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which, to be fair, I, I would feel exactly the same. <laughs> Yeah. Probably but dude, the, whole, the whole team has changed. Like they lost, they lost the coaching staff. They came to us, which we like to mention. They just lost Lake and Tomlinson, their starting left guard, which is, you know, by all accounts, even Debo Samuel's guy, he was really upset. They lost Tomlinson. He tweeted but, about that. Solomon Thomas, a, their second, their second overall pick. He's now a jet. Quan Alexander. He just visited the jets. 
I mean, we are, they're not, they're not that same team. Yeah. And this is why I feel like that this is a, a prime opportune time for the 49ers to reset the clock. You got Trey Lance. You can move full steam ahead with that. Debo just requested a trade. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Young. Let's work it all around. Now we have a chance to redo this. Trade Jimmy G at his highest value right now. You have the, he is at his highest value right now. Just went to the Super Bowl. Lost. Nobody Pat wants Mahomes. him. But That's the rumor. A, That's the rumor. Nobody is, wants him. Sure. You see the limitations, but if you hold on to him, what are you going to get? To be honest with you, I think they're waiting for an injury. I think they're Oof. waiting for some sort of injury, and uh, they'll they'll get rid of him. I also, don't rule out draft day. I could still see some trades go down on draft day, especially if yeah. they trade Debo. Yeah, I think if they trade Debo too, like you're looking at the Panthers, you're looking at the Saints maybe, some of these other teams that just are, are just getting desperate at this point leading up Panthers, to the draft. Panthers, Talk about desperate. McAdoo has no idea who's starting a quarterback over there. He's all And I can see there. Shanahan taking Darnold too, being like, okay, what's up? What do you got? Yeah, yeah, so I mean to round out my thoughts on it, I don't know if I would trade a 10 at this point for AJ or DK. Um, Ooh. but and I also don't know if I would package the same deal for Debo. I feel like at this point it's too much. Yeah, I feel like they kind of like Debo's got him in a bad spot where now everyone knows he wants out. So he maybe liking, do, he was liking himself in cowboy jerseys today. I saw that Yeah, on so may, maybe a second, <laughs> a third, and a fourth. Instead yeah. of two seconds and a third, or maybe some swaps at that point, too. I know the 49ers don't even, have a first Why would he even want to go down to Dallas? They got CeeDee Lamb. They got uh, Amari Cooper. It's fun, bro. Cooper's gone. Oh, that's right. He is gone. Is he yeah. Gallup. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're just saw Gallup. Yep. Yep. The problem is, how are they going to yep. afford him? They're not. They have yep. to trade Zeke. And if anyone wants to take Zeke, I'm sure any team would, uh, the, the Cowboys would sign off in the two seconds. This is contract's crazy. Yep. So, so, would you okay? So you're not you're not trading the package for Debo. You're not trading the tenth pick for any of the wide receivers. Are you drafting one? At this point, I kind of feel like yeah, ten or early in the second round. I think so. I think no, early in the ten. second round is for sure. Ten's kind of tough because I think there's an opportunity for us to get. But we'll talk about it, I guess, next week or whatever. But I think there's an opportunity for us to get either Sauce. And a defensive lineman or offensive lineman there. Oh, we're talking about that today, man. We're talking about yeah. that today. The draft so, I mean, I think, yeah, I think I think we could go Icky in the four at the four spot and Sauce at the ten. If Sauce isn't there, we could get Jermaine Johnson, and we're in a great spot. Yes, wide receiver still a need, but we have so many picks later on. We can address it later on because I don't think wide receivers as as big of an like I don't think the Jets and Joe Douglas are as panicked about wide receivers as Jets fans are. Thank that's God, my final. Dude. That's my final thought on the wide receivers. Dude, I'm so damn happy that you said that because the 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 rumors going on or the stigma going on or the narrative going on is the Jets staff they know way more than the Jets fans and they are way lower on the cornerbacks than us. And we said okay, maybe they know something. You know that they see more. You know about Hall. And, and the boys and, you know, Echoes and all of them. And maybe they are more of two, three, you know, three fours instead of two threes. Okay, we'll buy it. Then to jump to the linebacker stuff, right? I'm an idiot because I'm desperate for a linebacker. Apparently the Jets are okay with their linebacker situation. I can't un- understand it, but, um, but okay. They said they're fine. Their linebackers are fine way more 
that, you know, they see as way more of a need. On the other hand, Jets fans think the defensive line is good, right? Uh, you know, I, I'm putting, you know, I'm generalizing a little bit, but they think their defensive line, not the edge. We all know about the edge, but they think their defensive line is pretty good, right? We just sent Franklin Myers, Q Will. But then, we, you know, losing, you know, the guys we lost this offseason, we're looking for a nose tackle. So I think, you know, they're saying the Jets, they're higher on that aspect, you know, than most Jets fans are. Okay, I'm buying all that stuff. I'm buying it all. But then you tell me that the Jets are desperate for a wide receiver and the fan, you know, and, and the fans are all over and the Jets agree. It makes no sense to me. Not only did we sign Corey Davis to a crazy contract, not only did we sign Berrios to a pretty good deal for especially a number four guy, right? We just spent the second round pick on Elijah Moore and we love him. What like where is the desperation? And we just signed two pass catching tight ends, like you mentioned, and they block. And we signed the fullback, and we have Michael Carter. I I know that sounds pedestrian to you know the general NFL fans, but I just uh, call me crazy, call me a homer, call me you know injected with hopium, like we always get on the Knicks pod. But I, I don't see this desperate 10th pick need, especially when in, you just have a little bit of perspective. Look at our, look at our, you know, I won't say our offensive line is desperate. I'll say our offensive line and wide receiver kind of on the same level of desperation. They could be improved with a huge guy, you know, a huge one or two guys, but it's not a desperate need. Safety, we have plug-in guys, but I'm going to say it's a need. Okay, I'm not going to say it's a desperate need, but I'm going to say it's a need. Edge rusher is a desperate need. Linebacker, I'm still calling it a need. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. And cornerback one is a desperate need. You have two of those things in the top 10. You can get your edge rusher, you can get your cornerback, or you can improve your offensive line. Especially because we have Joe Douglas. All he does is want to draft a line. And we have Robert Salah. All he wants is a line and a cornerback. I mean, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And we did we did the, the, the mock draft last week. With the, with the worst case scenario, it was Jermaine Johnson going being there left at ten, and we had and we got Tibbs early, and then Gardner's gone, and Icky's gone. It, it's that sucks, dude. That sucks. I'm 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 totally with you, Greg, and I want to hear your thoughts, Alex. For me, if Ikem is there, it's definitely the pick at four. If he's gone, it's got to be Sauce. If both of them are gone. <laughs> I, I, I'm having a tough time because then Hutchinson or Walker are there. I think he, he's the pick, and then we just figure it out at 10 and, you know, forget Jermaine Johnson. So that's how I'm going. So for me, the hierarchy is I can if he's there. If he's if I can is gone, you got to take Sauce Gardner, number two. If they're both gone, then you take whatever defensive end is there because there's only three spots, guys. Okay. There's only three spots ahead of where you pick four. So if those, if those guys are gone, then it's going to be Hutchinson one and Walker down to the Jets at four. No problem. Ooh. Mm. I think if they're, I think at four, they'd probably take sauce over iChem still. I think if so. they're both available, I think so. I think you go corner over uh, offensive line just because, as you said, our offensive line is pretty sturdy right now. And if there's anything that needs to be done, which we've discussed that, the by the way, breaking a uh, little, little interruption right here Celtics are up by two, 94, 92 against the Brooklyn Nets right now with about seven and a half left in the fourth quarter. But 
I'm going Sauce Gardner because the offensive line is pretty sturdy right now. If anything, and we've discussed this on the pod, Tyler Linderbaum could be available later, and they could go after him later in the draft. He's got really short arms, to. bro. He's got short arms. Hey, man, but he's still Apparently ranked. That's the problem yeah. right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, well, every- question. Alex, here's the question. And, you know, th- this is going to go into your point. Are you picking on need or best player available? Because that's, that's Sauce Gardner versus Ikem. Ikem is the best player, according to the Jets, and most draft pundits and analysts. And Gardner is the need. So how are you? How are you picking at number four? And does that change for this you going on to other picks in the draft? I'm curious about your oh, your, your it the way it you want to change. I mean, it slightly changes because if you're taking a need, that means you're you're not using the latter picks for a need. You may be going for talent. I mean, it can go either way. But I think, see, it's so difficult at this point because I get the whole aspect of taking. I can at four if he's there and they like him. Totally understandable. My thing is, what does it mean for everybody else on the line? Because now you have a stack. Taco's gone. Font's not getting re-signed or Beckton's going to get traded. It's whoever. It's a, if they if I, if I can, can play right, if they want to go left, if Beckton wants to go right, we know Font hates the right. You know, even though he plugged in and he's on a contract yeah. year and he's so he's looking for left tackle money. He knows that he's not an idiot. He's a veteran. So I agree. It's going to cause it's going to cause tension. So it, it, that's why it's it's uh, best player available and not a need type deal. <sighs> I could see like I could see it. I'm not saying it's definite that they probably go Gardner. I think they go Gardner in this case. Uh-huh. I think they I think they try to. Make it, but if they like Ikem, I guess I could I could see it going that way, especially if you want to get move off a of font and Ikem could play anywhere. Like I I could see that too. It's tough. You, it's really you think tough. that means Jermaine Johnson's at 10? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah I'm not yeah. sure if I've convinced you that about that, but I honestly at this point I can't no, even I, see I'm, another I, player being taken at 10. I'm I'm I, I think Jermaine Johnson at 10 is like the most likely outcome for the Jets, uh, because they like him. I think they're comfortable with him instead of going instead of going with uh Tibbs. Uh well, it's not gonna be there at 10. Yeah, because like yeah, exactly. And he's still good enough that you can take him at 10. So I, I I'm pretty set dead set on that. It's just four for me because I could see it going either way. I could see them going need. I can also see him going best player available, which you know, is actually still also a need. Because if you're gonna lose fine, that's still a need in the future, right? Well, they wouldn't. I think we would resign him if, if you know, if not. Yeah, obviously. But I would say if you take yeah. him, sure, it's, it's because you're predicting that Fon doesn't want to stay here because he's not going to be playing the left side, and so forth. So yeah, I think Beckham might move to the right. Him. He was better. He was good on the right in college. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely. You're, sell, you're selling me. On, you're selling me on Ikem if he, if he's there for they that they're taking him. I just don't think they want a cornerback that bad. I know that we do, but just the number four is crazy, dude. It's crazy. And there is some rumors about the Jets looking at Stingley. I know that sounds crazy. I know he was injured all last year. I know we don't like that. But, dude, he's someone that I feel like could drop. There's something about LSU and taking a year off that just, I don't know if it's because of, you know, Jefferson and Chase. But, and he, he he did so well in the 40. That I feel like they they you know entertain some sort of trade down to you know and get Stingley if he's there or like say the worst case scenario if we get ICAM and then everybody goes including Jermaine Johnson somehow like no Malik Willis 
and Jermaine Johnson gets taken too, and we're sitting there with our hands in our pockets at number 10, I could see us taking Stingley. You know what I mean? Just like, hey, guys, everyone else is gone. He's the best player available. It does fulfill our need, and here we are. But then we're going to be desperate for a pass rusher. Uh, yeah. get Boy Amafe if he makes it to the second round or something. Yeah. I mean, Greg, what are your thoughts uh, on the four position? Do you think it's Ikem or do you think it's uh, Sauce? Yeah, what's your top three too? Give me a third. Give me a give me a third guy. If if somehow some way, do you agree with me that it's going to be Walker or Hutchinson because those are the, you know, the top four here. I think so. I think there's a shot that Walker drops just because he's like a splashy name that moved up in like a lot of mock drafts. So sometimes that stuff can be just misleading. Just like Kayvon Thibodeau dropping a ton can also be pretty misleading. Like he was the number one guy for so long. <laughs> That it's kind of tough to imagine in a couple comments and interviews and stuff, drop him 10 spots in the NFL draft. So, yeah, I think for us at four, the only problem that I'm having with Icky is like, say Becton's back and healthy. Are we really going to draft someone at four and just put him on the bench to start the season? No, I legit think Fawn would be gone immediately. Or you you have to move him. You have to. One of them. One of them would have to be gone. Like Becton with all that like stuff going on. Because think about it. Fun. His trade value is so low now, though, because he hasn't played. I know. So that's why I don't think it would be Becton. I think it would be Font because his trade value is pretty solid for playing left tackle last season. Like that. He's is, a veteran. He, he yeah, can go to a real team. He, he, he can go to the Chargers. They don't have a right tackle. Like, bro, we're a Super Bowl team. Play right tackle. Like, all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you do that for the Jets at first, like, he's not going to love it, but he's going to be like, all right, like, this team could legit win the championship. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's why I think if they did draft Ikem, you're moving Fod immediately to, to get to get some sort of value because you don't want to go into training camp being like, well, we have a tackle controversy right now, even though it's not as ridiculous as a quarterback controversy. I don't think you need that type of tension in the locker room. If you're drafting Ikem at four, he is starting. Anyone drafted at four is starting. Definitely. I, you like I don't sauce care. though, huh, Greg? Yeah, I like sauce too. But again, it's the problem with it. the problem with sauce is just like it doesn't seem again like the Jets with Joe Douglas and Sala and everything that they've said. It doesn't seem like they feel like we even need like you guys keep saying we need a we need a you know a CB one. It's like we got our CB one. Who we, with Reed? With Reed, we brought him in. We we have. Hall at two, Max. we have Eccles at three, we have Michael Carter the third at you know nickel or whatever it is. He's gonna yes, be filling yes. in. You're right. So I don't know if we need I don't know if we need it. I think if he's there at 10 and we already got our defensive line or offensive line at four, it's like okay, like we could use sauce at 10. He's not making it past the Giants twice. But exactly, other teams have better have higher needs and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, I think Jermaine Johnson at 10 is obviously a thing. I think if Jermaine Johnson is not there, to John's point, it's like, okay, we might take Stingley because he's the best guy available. I think that's a prime opportunity for us instead of taking Stingley to take a wide receiver and just be like, hey, like we took the best wide receiver that's available at 10. He might be the first wide receiver in the draft, depending on how the board falls. So we got literally the best guy at a position for a position of need for us at some point because again Corey Davis is gone in a year or two. Yeah. You know, we don't know Corey Davis's last year with the Jets for sure. Yeah. So you know we're gonna need someone to fill that fill that role next year. Gives him a year to learn. And who knows? I mean some of these guys could be studs, you know, the the measurables and stuff that are coming out of the combine and, and the tape that they put out all last year, a lot of these guys 
they could be studs. So I think that's a prime example of if Jermaine Johnson's not there at 10, we already got linemen, whether offense or defensive linemen in the first and the fourth pick at 10. I think that opens up a wide receiver pick for us there. Okay. I'm going to say that, you know, just a little preview for winning picks weekly draft episode, Kyle Hamilton for me, I'm taking under 11 and a half, no matter what it is, even if it's a minus number, I'm taking that bet because there's no chance he's going to make it past 11 with Washington. Let me ask you if he's available there. Like you you could take the wide receiver and I could see the Jets if everyone's gone and they got Ikem or if they got sauce uh, for I could see them you know maybe just deferring to the wide receiver if the trade market just isn't going to work out I, I could see it I can I can be convinced but what about Kyle Hampton is it, it like he's going to go just a pick later in my opinion at the max like are you guys even thinking that or are you just like yo you can't not take a wide receiver when the fa- at some point the fan base doesn't control but they do control <laughs> like we're going to freak out if we draft the safety at 10 and the top wide receiver is there and we don't have a wide receiver you know what I mean I don't know if they take Colin. I don't like. We do need a safety. It's not I mean, it's not if, he's at, if he's at ten, if he's at ten, you get some real consideration at taking Kyle Hamilton to ten. Like honestly, you can't. He's a talent, like a legitimate talent. Like if you want to talk about, there, there's need. Like yeah, we need a defensive defensive uh, end to to help with the edge, but Kyle Hamilton, that talented, you let him drop that far. That's tempting, man. He's gonna go eleven at the max. At the max. Oh, and dude, we did sure. sign Vinny Curry. I mean, he did. He 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 wasn't able to play last year, but the Jets were really disappointed when he when he got uh, you know diagnosed with that little injury. So hopefully he's back. Hopefully Carl Lawson's back. I know we keep forgetting about him, but he's a real player. I still think we're gonna you know get Tyus Jones somewhere in there. Hopefully Chad Muma still comes. I mean, I'm so excited about this draft. I'm very anxious, though, about the first two picks. I don't know if it's because I'm going to be at MetLife and I feel like something bad is going to happen. Because everything always bad happens when I'm at MetLife. That's like a constant in my I'll life. I'll blame you. Don't worry. I'll blame you. Dude, bad things happening. I blame you for the Knicks season, by the way. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine, bro. <laughs> Nothing good happens. I went to every damn playoff game. We won one of them. We did celebrate like we won the championship. So that was fun. But yeah, uh, at some point, dude, you can't. It can't be me. Like, I uh, you know it's so funny. No, Greg's next in line. We shout out. We shout out to Bob Nightingale. We blame every single thing on him, right? That famous sports, you know, New York sports writer. Everything he says is a mush. But like, at some point, it's just us. <laughs> you know, what I mean? we just suck. So sheesh. I mean, the you know both of our teams are pretty bad. We're still hanging on to a couple of playoff wins from a decade ago as as Jets fans. So. You know, we have I remember those times. No playoffs that, huh? <laughs> I remember those times. Yeah, dude. I mean, looking at it right now, our 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 wins are over five and a half. I and there's 17 games in the season, so we're obviously not even projected to make the third wild card game again. So we got to keep the expectations low for now. We got two top ten picks for a reason. One of those reasons is because we suck. The other reason is because we have a really good GM. So I'm mm-hmm. really excited about how this NFL draft goes man do you guys have final thoughts here any okay. any guy any guy on the bottom i mean chad Mumba is obviously my guy the tight end the, uh, likely or or uh, the tight end from ucla uh cool. i'm not gonna say his name right Durkic or whatever uh, my, my mind's in basketball <laughs> um, 
Dirk Do you Nowitzki, guys have any what? other thoughts? What's up? They said Dirk Nowitzki. What? <laughs> yeah, Doncic, Nurkic, all the Dirkic, Jokic, Joe, yo, poor, poor the Joker. Hope he wins the next game. Um, Greg, any any final thoughts here? Alex, you got final thoughts? Honestly, man, I don't really have final thoughts. I think what we've discussed is essentially what's the thought process going on what's right now in the world. What's your most interesting, like, like, where, like, yo, I, I can't wait to see where this one guy goes. Like For one me, player? Yeah, one player? just like. Yeah. It's Kyle Hamilton in all honesty. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about Kyle, like, where is he going to go? Because we look at the top draft. We look at the, we look at the, we do the mock drafts. We even did our own mock draft. <laughs> and we had Kyle Hamilton going so low. So where is he going? Because he's, because he is, he is considered a top talent, top defensive back, right? Top safety. But yet, even through our, our mock drafts, we know it's not the Jets where they've usually mocked him too. So it's not going to be there. Where is he going? I want to know. Like, I legitimately want to know because they have him as a top 10. I feel like he's the guy that's going to be out of the top 10. And we're going to be like, yo, how did he drop so far? And it's like, yeah. I don't know, guys. We, we watch we watch everybody uh, just jump up the draft board every single year. It's too early. That's why mock drafts at the beginning, I got to wait for 4.0, 5.0 because those are probably more closely accurate to what's going to happen in the draft. It's funny you say that. Nothing makes me more angry than the mock drafts that come out the day after the draft for next year. I hate those more than anything in the world. Those suck. <laughs> those suck. That's That's just that, the reason why, and this is why I'm saying like the NFL offseason, even though it's there's been a lot of action, it's bad because it's very long. Once February hits, you have like a week or so of, of free agency. The draft, it, it, depending on what team you're rooting for, you know, as Jets fans, we're already thinking once Halloween comes around, it's like, all right, who we drafting, where we drafting, what's prairie, we get these spots. And then it just <laughs> takes forever to get here. And then once the draft's done, you're like, you're waiting for OTAs, you're waiting for training camp. And then we don't have anything after this from April. We don't have anything until really August. That's really, truly tangible to watch. Yeah. And so it's just rough. It is really, really rough. Um, that's why this that, is the most wonderful time why, of the year. And, 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 to get to, and to get to my point, that's why that draft stuff sucks. It's really just trying to create content because there's nothing going on. So it's yeah. like, hey, let's do next year's mock draft. It's like, bro, we just legitimately did. <laughs> the draft. <laughs> I'm not even college football has even Brooklyn's started haven't yet. Reported yet. <laughs> no. Like, what are I we know. doing? I feel you. And we don't have a rookie head coach, so they're not gonna be able to come in early like they did last year. That mini rookie head coach camp, which I think is cool that the NFL does. But now that we're on the other side of that, totally not fair. All teams should be have the same privileges. <laughs> so everyone needs to, you know, shout out to Fred Katz who wrote that Tibbs article today. Uh, and the on the kids and like having that the practice before practice. That's what we need in the NFL. Come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> facts. Facts. Greg, last thing, any last thoughts on this NFL yeah, draft? Final, final thoughts for me are going to be like whatever we don't do in the first round, like say we go offensive lineman and defensive lineman, I think you can almost pencil in second round. We're going wide receiver and safety. So I think that's why probably Hamilton's not for us at 10 because I think there's a good amount of safeties in the back half of the first round, early second round where we can find one guy there to fill in for the one spot that we need at safety because we brought someone in. And then guys that I'm interested to see, dude, I'm really interested. It's the injury guys. Uh, you know, Jamison Williams was the number one consensus wide receiver going into the season mm -hmm. through 
I don't know, was it 15, 16 weeks all the way to the championship game, tears his ACL. Rumors are now that he's running and everything like that, but can he cut? When can he really get on the field? Um, I'm really interested to see that. I mean, that was a heartbreaker for us because if he was available, I think he would be a perfect guy at 10. That's true. And and then Stingley, like I said, I had text messages going back two years being like, we need to get the Stingley guy. <laughs> I'm interested to see where he goes. And then finally, it's the uh, the D lineman. I'm going to butcher his name from Michigan that tore his Achilles yeah, in his pro day. I don't want him, dude. No, he, but he I'm interested to see how far he goes. Is he going to second round? Is he going late second round? Like, you know, he was a mid, he was a, you know, 15 to 18 draft guy. He's and now the Patriots and ruin our lives, obviously. Oh like, my God. From year two to seven. So that, your, those, those are my your, final I hate, thoughts. I hate John's Patriots predictions because they come true. I really hate them. Dude, you have, this team uh, is so have, freaking predictable. It's nuts. You have a, I don't know why you have such a good pulse on the Patriots. You actually need to be a beat reporter for the Patriots. You'd be <laughs> the I best hate one them out so there. so much that I have to pay attention to them. You know, when you keep, you know, the, you know the saying, keep your enemies closer. That's a complete fact when it comes to Why do you think I moved out here, bro? <laughs> yeah. Keep it an eye, an eye on those, on those pesky eye. Red Sox. Get, uh, good Lord. <laughs> keep an eye on Bill Belichick, Celtics. Red Sox, making sure to report back so that way we, we know what they're doing. But yeah, man, uh, I mean, if you report on the the Patriots, they probably hate you because you'd be the most honest one. Everyone out here is just sucking up to Bill Belichick. Well, Belichick's the worst so drafter ever. That's why no, I but, think he might get a hobo. But the the, thing, the joke is that the reporter's like, you did such a great job, man. Like, you, you did a really excellent job drafting. It's like, bro, he's never done a good job drafting. What are we doing out here? And he had a horrible offseason last year. And now this year they're paying... You know, Aguilar, a bazillion dollars. To not you know what's funny? The, the Boston beat when it comes to the Patriots is the complete opposite of like the, the New Knicks. York beat in, in general. Just in general. New York is it's just they ruthless. Win, bro. That's a fact. It's because they win. <sighs> Listen, when the Yankees were winning, you couldn't say one damn bad word about Derek Jeter. He was literally going out, doing things with girls, giving them gift baskets. Like, oh, no, it's fake, bro. It's fake. He was like the worst person ever bro, for all the media he- members outside of. You know, the, report, a, the reports, it's like, yo, dude, it's Derek Jeter. He wins championships. Shut your mouth. But the so, thing is, it's <laughs> not even that. It's not even that. It's like he's a single man living in New York City playing dude, as one of the best Sam players Darnold in the Sam Darnold got absolutely roasted. After Mono, it was a tabloid that he was going out. Remember that? That was like a story. It was like, so it was like week 11. It was like, oh, yeah, but, the difference is, but the difference that is story. when that was reported by DJ... He's already had five rings, seasoned, king of New York. Darnold did shit. Like, let's That's be real. Saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's all about winning. It's all about winning, man. That's what controls it all. For me, my last notes are: I'm I'm very interested to see where Tibbs where Tibbs ends up. I think it's going to be as a New York Giant. But I'm very interested to see another Tibbs in blue. Another Tibbs in blue, man. I I really do think that's going to happen. He seems like such a giant. Evan Neal seems like such a giant. Both of those players. I'm I I'm I'm very 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 curious as to what happens with Stingley. He, I think he's going to be very good. The wide receivers, obviously, but I'm going to tell you my number one most interested person, dude, Christian Watson. It's going to really forge my opinion on offseason smoke. The guy who literally went from sixth round pick to to maybe he's going to be a day two guy because of the senior bowl. Nothing happened in between, and all of a sudden he's a top ten pick. Okay, so I, I have to see what happens with him. He's going to really you know shape my 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 meter over like what to believe in the off season. So yeah, 
and then the tip stuff too like all these things they kind of their measures for me but that, that that's it for me dude i'm so hyped i'm so hyped i'm gonna be there's not i'm gonna be mostly excited about about, about what happens for the jets in this draft so I'm, I'm looking forward to it i'm telling you right now i'm gonna be hyped so i can't wait yeah man i can't wait either it's gonna be interesting it's, it's next week man nfl draft is next week so we'll see what happens we'll gladly see what happens but yo john greg on that note i think this is a good place to wrap it up yeah so thank smart you just our, wrap this game marcus smart just wrapped this game celtics <laughs> yo they made a comeback bro they made a comeback but you know what we'll make a comeback next week don't worry when we talk about more draft stuff we might have to do a a, a post game draft night emergency pod because we're either going to be crying or hyped after that Thursday draft, man. We'll see how we'll see how alive you are since you'll be there in person. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Hopefully that beard makes it out alive from there. <laughs> dude, Gotham City crew's having a pregame for the draft. They might get wild Ooh. out there, dude. I hope there's nice weather. That's what I said. We'll see if your beard makes it. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right. And on that note, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. As always, we appreciate it. that's another this is another Jets episode of the Nick Jets Etc. podcast. We're wrapping it up. You guys know what to do. If you listen to this podcast and you haven't done so already, please subscribe. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us to Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us a five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a comment. We're on YouTube as well. So make sure to look for Nick's comma Jets comma ETC period. Subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. And when you watch a video, hit the like button. Leave a comment. Let us know what you where you're thinking. Add to the conversation. We appreciate it. We're over there. We also got another podcast, Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, our guy Chip Murphy. They go through everything. NFL draft stuff, bro. NFL draft stuff. I'm hyped for the NFL draft props. These guys love to bet. <laughs> if you love to bet, you should do so responsibly. Then tune in to Winning Picks Weekly. These guys got you covered. Basketball, baseball, football. Golf, March Madness. <laughs> you need it. Updating me on on Jordan Spieth all weekend. I was dying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that is chip for you. So make sure to check those guys out. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms: on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. Thank you everyone for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Next Jets Etc. Podcast. We out. Let's go Jets.